have all your feedback every week. I read all your comments, even the shitty ones. Thank you guys so much. Uh, you know, worst first, we're here to talk about some of the worst shit that's ever happened to you in your life, you know? Right. And we try to keep it light. We try to keep it okay. funny. But you know what? If you got something real to say, you got something real to say. Okay. And our guest today, as you can see, is the amazing comedian, comedic mm -hmm. legend. Oh, easy. Bill easy Burr. Yay, how are you? And my husband, my husband's here today. Yeah, whatever. He, you know, yeah, he, he's, he, he's done some things, too. He, he guest stars. <laughs> yeah, who cares about him anyway? <laughs> he's uninteresting. Anyway, Welcome, buddy. Bill, thanks for coming. What's going on, coming. man? Thank you for having me. Thank oh, you my, for having me. Yeah, we're so grateful for you to be here. Uh, we were eight minutes late because my husband had to get coffee. We've rescheduled this podcast seven times, and you're well, still... Well, because the valley was on fire. I mean, they, it were, was they, on were, fire. they were legit it was, yeah, it was reasons. Really you know bad. what's funny is I got all family like back east, so anytime there's any sort of fire, they're always just like, are you okay? Is that, you know, trying to explain to them. <laughs> the way they show it on the news makes yeah. it look like the whole place is on fire. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, that is like, you know, 45 minutes of traffic on the highway yeah. away from me. They're but like, they all right, they're that's that's crazy out yeah. there. And it's just like, yeah, it is. But it's also, it, it's kind of natural, though, isn't it? That kind of is what happens. We're getting used to it. Yeah. We're, no, we're but like, it, hasn't it always been that way? Like the, the, the yeah. Santa Ana winds Santa come Ana's off the Mojave Desert. Equal it's like a giant, yeah, hair dryer. Here Dries it all out. And now it's going to rain and it's going to get green. And it just it's just what happens out here. So people are just, how the fuck do you live out there? It's like on fire all the fucking time. It's <laughs> like. Know. It fucking isn't. Mud it is earthquakes. In traffic and everything's on fire. It's just horrible, actually. We got it all. Yeah, no, we got it all. No, but it's like that Cleveland thing where they, they think, people to this day still think like the lake caught on fire. It wasn't. It was like off of the lake, there was a little stream next to a factory where they dumped a bunch of shit in there. And that, that's what caught on fire. But to this day, that's all people talk about. So LA's the fires. Yes. Cleveland yep. is that. Boston's the busing. Oh, All God. racism is in the South and in Boston. But, <laughs> yeah. you know, if you go to Indiana, you'll have a great time yeah, as a person and, of color. And everybody, like, the media just hypes the fuck out of shit. Like, it's like all of a sudden it's like, 2019 storm watch and we're like yeah. dude it's drizzling yeah 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 I know. everything's the worst why is it why does everything have Down. to be so dramatic because there's too many channels so they got to get people to stop so storm everything watch. has to be like fucking crazy and it's just like the when i i moved out of the east coast like 12 years ago and they were already 10 years into every single snowstorm they would so scare the shit out of people they'd be showing people going to the grocery store buying bread and milk and eggs and it's like it's it's like even if you get six inches that's up to your calf Right. You, you could walk to the store. They're going to plow it. It's going to be fine. But people will get like really caught up in this shit. So. I know. I grew up in like. Philly and I, I feel it. I remember I used to have to like push my door open because there was snow. And then like coming out here, people, it rains and people are like, oh my God, it's fucking raining. Call the yeah. cops. Like call 911. Yeah. Like they have a fucking burka on. Like, well, in defense of them, it hasn't rained all year. So there is a lot of oil and shit. On that is true. So it's that a little slicker it than that. It does make the rugs. See, that, that's what I do. It, yes, I try he, to bring the states he's, together. Uh, he keeps it even. He keeps the, he keeps the playing field even. Anyways, I try. So I, I want to get to talk about some of the worst shit that's happened to you. Right. And I don't know if you've thought about specific I try things. to, but when bad shit happens to me, you I try to forget it. I block it out. And it comes out when I'm in the shower. For some reason, well, when I'm alone in the shower, all the humiliation in my life, all of a sudden I start thinking about it. I've told this story before. And then I just sort of shout it out of my head. I'll just think of something that I did or said. And I'll just be going like, watch it. And all of a sudden I'll just go like, 
Ah. <laughs> <laughs> and it fucking echoes in the shower. And you start and my, weeping. My wife used to, she doesn't anymore. She would just be like, are you all right? You all right? <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I stubbed my toe. And I would just think, uh, uh, just like embarrassing shit that I did and said and, and uh, stuff I did when I was drinking. I was drunk and shit. And it's just so, like, yeah, a lot of it. And all my bombing as a comic, I was trying to think of that. That's all just sort of just blended into all one big 12-year period. Down. Yeah, like the first 12-year <laughs> period of my of my career. That's the funny thing about stand-up where you can't like, um, I mean, I guess you can practice in your bedroom or whatever, but the only way to do it <laughs> is you just have to go out and do it mm -hmm. and you learn in real time in front of everybody. Like, oh, I guess that sucked. Yeah. Oh, oh, I yeah. Guess, okay, I guess we got to move on from that. I guess that's offensive. I didn't know that. So it's like a kind of like a whole process. So, um, and I know that now after almost like, you know, getting on 30 years of doing this, that I understand now. Like, you know, I, I had one, uh, right, I'll tell you my worst show this year as far as like this reaction. Year? Yeah. Oh, Whoa. damn. All right. So I was, uh, I was back east. I was in New York. And New York, the whole vibe in New York is like totally changed. It's just like, yeah. like Manhattan was always expensive, but there was all these pockets of like, you know, different uh, like racial groups and economic status and all. Like when I moved there, like Alphabet City, don't fucking go there. That place yeah, is crazy. Bad. And yeah, then, but like, but like you know, uh, Upper East Side was all this opulence and wealth and all of that shit. And there was all this different stuff. Now it's just like it's just like all glass towers and people with money. It seems everyone. And the crowds are just like fucking lame. They're just really like kind of you know this post all this bullshit. So yeah. I was doing uh -oh. this bit. <laughs> about this lesbian that kind of bumped into me on purpose when I was walking down the sidewalk. And when I told the joke, these two women in the crowd, like simultaneous yelled out, they're like, lesbians aren't men, man, all this shit. Oh, no. And I was so fucking annoyed, I went the wrong route. I went, oh, shut the fuck up, you fuck. Of course it was white chicks. What, what would they be doing if they weren't getting offended for other groups, right? <laughs> <laughs> not saying there's not any white lesbian chicks. I'm just saying, right? Ah, all this shit. So I just fucking got into it. This big fuck you, fuck you fight with them. And then, like, they leave. And then I'm pissed on stage, which is never good for telling jokes. Right. So then it ends. And of course, comedy club security is the worst. Like they don't know how to kick somebody out. So I'm like, are they upstairs? They're like, no, they're gone. They're gone. So I knew. And I put my hoodie up. I walk out. They go, you're good. You're good. Second I take it off, they're still there. They there. Fuck you, you motherfucker. I had a fuck you, fuck you fight on the street with all these people eating, watching. No way. Yeah. So then I, uh, it took me about three days to stop feeling right about it. Like, yeah, yeah. I should have said that. Yeah, I should have said yeah, this. It yeah. took about three days. And then I was kind of like, all right, I don't want to be doing that on stage. I don't want to be, okay, what am I trying to say? How did they hear it? And then I figured it out, and now the joke kills, mm -hmm. and I have lesbians coming up to me like telling me how much they like the joke. So, What is the know. joke? How does it go? I can't burn it. it. I need the joke. Okay, just kidding. I You're not going to share after. the joke. Okay, tell me. He's going to tell me tell later. you after. But you know what is my problem is like I hate when people go to a comedy club and then they have to have, they have to be sensitive. Like, I feel like if you're going to go that's... to a comedy club and know that this person is a comedian and everything that they're saying, whether is... it be offensive or not, it's a fucking joke. Right. That's the thing. Like, it's like, if you're going to go there, go there knowing that someone might say something that's going to offend you. But guess what? They're fucking kidding. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's or, the thing. Like there's, to there's too many variables involved. Metal or there could be... You fucking hate the crowd so much that you say something that you do mean. <laughs> <laughs> this is, uh, <laughs> I'm sure you've been there where you're just like, this, yeah, you're like this these guys crowd. suck. Yeah, you got it. I imagine in a band you guys just start making eye contact. Like, is it me? We're giving 100 percent here. Eye contact? Yeah, like, yeah. 
Playing drums? Yeah, you look out there and you're like, and they're just sitting there on their phone. You're like, why are you watching this through four inches of fucking telephone? Yeah, you're here. It's happening right before you. And the thing is, the guy next to you is filming it. So just go look at his shit. You can actually like... Like be here, I, I yeah. That's that's, that's a, his uh, biggest pet peeve. Well, they don't really allow filming in comedy clubs, right? They don't usually allow people to film on. Their yeah, yeah. You know, but people that's still a, do. A big no. They still do, and then they edit around it, like yeah. the way CNN and Fox News they they, they edit shit so they'll. The joke's you'll, not funny. Well, so you, yeah. Well, so you look like and well, if they don't like you, then they're they gonna edit it in a way to make you look like an asshole. Oh no! It's uh, you know, it's not as bad as everybody says. I mean, it doesn't happen. That much, but uh, I guess there's, there's things now where you can have people put like, their cell phones in the bags and stuff like that. But then that could cost three bucks a head. And yeah. do you eat that? Do you pass it on to your 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 the people coming to your show? It's yeah. a whole weird fucking thing. So how do you feel about social media? I just am curious. What's your like opinion? It's everything. It's fucking awesome, and it's also the worst thing ever. It's fucking <laughs> awesome to like promote your shit to sure. get out there for someone like me. I mean, back in the day, you know, a bald redheaded fucking male was you know. The worst. Go ahead, start rattling yeah, off yeah, all yeah, the fucking yeah, yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. There's not a lot. It just I wouldn't have got played, but I was able to, you know, just do what I. You're, what I love is you're able to do what the fuck you do and put it out there, and then just cultivate all. And all you need is just like you know, 200 people in each town to come see you or whatever the venue you're trying to fill. That's all you fucking need, mm-hmm. and then you, you're you're good. You're fine. Yeah. And then uh, you know I've been able to do stand up in different countries where English isn't the first language, which is nuts. How do but, you do that? Because there's, ex, there's expatriates, there's people that fucking mm-hmm. speak English, and there's people who just get into your shit. It's like if I had to do it for the whole country, I would bomb. But if I just need to fill a, I just need to find 400 fucking people in that country that like what I do, and then I can come back and maybe next time play the 500 seater or whatever. Yeah. So that's that's kind of that's kind of like what that is. They like don't understand what you're saying. They're like, but I like his red hair. He's funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got Red nothing beard. at this point. Yeah. Nothing but like mad respect, man. I mean, I'm a big fan. Yeah, and he's a really I, big fan. I, yeah. I get it. Like, making people laugh is such a fucking just. An, it's daunting. Be a, a, a beautiful, uh, no, but a beautiful talent to make somebody laughter is fucking everything. Yeah. yeah. And, to, and to make people laugh or fucking lose their minds is just. Oops. So is just I, I, I just have nothing but respect oh, for it oh, right because back I, at it, you. it has to be hard. I'm not a comedian. It wasn't. It's not as hard as what you guys do, and it's not the business isn't as difficult. There's a reason why there's never been a behind the music for comedy. <laughs> just there like, should like, be because it's not like, it can't be easy, dude. No, but the deals that you guys sign with not you know okay you got club owners they skim they steal they do whatever oh, the yeah. fuck they're gonna do. Of course, but like I'm not locked into this this fucking contract. You know, when when someone's as talented as, as Prince and they have to write slave on the side of their face, it's like this guy's getting fucked too. Like that's I just I, I used to watch though. I actually kind of learned about show business watching all of those things. And it's like, all right, don't let a relative handle your money. That's a big one. Number one. Number one. Don't let your brother in law whatever. Don't fucking do that. I saw yeah, I saw that brutal one on Billy Joel. Um, don't like don't sign with the first fucking idiot who comes up with a piece of paper. Mm-hmm. Never never give dialed. away uh, 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 what are that uh, power of attorney. Yeah. Yep. Don't ever let somebody be no able to way. be you on a piece of paper. I learned all of that shit. <laughs> it probably made me a little extra paranoid, but like you know, I don't. Know, I think it's way harder. And I've toured with other comedians, and I've sort of felt that whole thing. Like you know, you go on a you go on a fucking tour. There's going to be the pussy hound. There's going to be the drug guy. There's going to be there's going to be the late guy. And you have to be like, and then you gotta be like, all right, I'm one of those. I'm 
I don't know what guy I am because I'm in here looking out, but I'm, I'm you know, the, I'm but probably I'm the, guy. I'm the morose guy. <laughs> I'm going to make everybody feel like it's raining every day. So I got to kind of keep my shit in check and let people be who they're going to be. But then there's that point where you got to try to put them in check. There's just all that, that fucking extra goddamn uh, shit. I mean, yeah. <laughs> that you have to fuck. Yeah, it's like literally being in a relationship. Whereas a comedian, I just fucking go to a town and no matter how much... I, I don't like a gig. It's it's over. Right. And I just leave and I right. can say what I want to say. It's really the, uh, it's kind of the best gig in uh, show business. But know. I feel like, isn't there days when you're like depressed or you're not in the mood and then you have to go do comedy and you're just oh, like, yeah. I don't want to fucking like, fuck, be I'm not funny. Feeling it yeah, I've, I've taken some time off this year just trying to be more of a family guy, but I have realized that I still need to do spots down at the store because if I don't do stand-up, sort of that, that, depressive cloud gets it's, worse it's it catches up to me oh so i feel like so when i'm, when I, when I'm doing stand up i'm kind of just running from in front it. of it yeah but then if i slow down too long it starts coming over me and yeah, I, yeah it was, it's like no. I, well, I just kind of felt good because i haven't had those kinds of thoughts in years to the point that they good. were like weird yeah and i was just going like oh god am i gonna be this fucking guy again just laying on the bed what's it all <laughs> about the polar bears are dying and just start spiraling down yeah. Me every day. Yeah. I'm just like, what's life? Like, what happens when we die? I get like so like esoteric yeah. in my head, and he's like, can you just not think about it? I'm like, but what happens? Like, oh, we yeah. don't know. Like, there's a heart beating in our chest, and like, what if it stops? Like, yeah. we're just sitting here right now, no, and like, I get, I think up? about it too much. I think too much, and he gets, he's like, can you not do that? Yeah, like, can you just yeah. live your life? Yeah, yeah. I'm just like constantly. <laughs> Meanwhile, he's just like, let's go have fun. Like, he's like the most carefree, like happy, like unaffected person doesn't have anxiety doesn't have panic attacks just totally normal health like kind of cr- well not normal but you know so not but but you know you're like very you're more a uh, positive happy-go-lucky person true yeah <laughs> true very lucky very lucky right. um so have so okay so i want to hear about like did you ever go on like a crazy date and and have like a horrible time did you ever have any of those experiences uh. i know you're married yeah, so, so I, I gotta, I gotta watch gotta out. Now, so I don't feel I like, say that. I don't feel like stirring up the you beehive of exes. That. You don't have to do nowadays. that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I am difficult to live with. Oh. Put it that way. So, yeah. Did, or you don't, I, even, you don't okay, have to mention, you don't have to mention that, and you don't have to mention names. I, I what about, you, what I, about I, jobs? Even I will tell you this one time. I uh, one of my first girlfriends. I grew up. I had like all brothers and stuff. It was like you know until my sister came along. So it was like more like dudes. Yeah, it was very testosterone even the dog was a male we used to fight all the time so i didn't know shit about female energy nothing so i got my first girlfriend uh like serious girlfriend when i had moved out or whatever and i remember it was her birthday and i had no fucking idea what what to get her and i was also too embarrassed that i didn't know so i was in a mall and i just they had you know like those polo style shirts you know like they had the alligator polo so for whatever fucking reason I bought her like three of those. No. I don't know why. <laughs> three I polos? don't know why. The Lacoste? I don't I know. Yeah. I don't I don't know what they were that. I don't so I bought her those. So I was so fucking nervous. <laughs> I questioned a million times. Is she gonna like these? No, she's not. Like, she she'll like it. She'll like it. I just questioned it like fifty I'm getting like embarrassed telling us now. And I gave it to her. And she's so excited and she fucking opened it up. When she looked at it, she just went like She goes, What 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 is this? What, oh. She was like holding him up. It's a golf shirt. Yeah. Why did Why did you bet? The, and I was so embarrassed. Like I literally, 
I remember she went in her bedroom and I like sat down on the bed and I was just sitting there like this. And then she just went off on me oh. on how bad the fucking gifts were and who the fuck gives something like that. And I, I, I for like probably like two and a half minutes, it felt like an hour. And I was just <laughs> sitting there like getting scolded. Yeah, it took a, a good five minutes before my self-esteem came back. Like, wait a minute. It's your fucking birthday. I got you something. Yeah. You say thanks. And then um, I was so fucking humiliated. Like, I had, like, major, like, major, major fucking women issues uh-huh. uh, with a bunch of other shit that I don't want to get into already. <laughs> so then I finally get a fucking girlfriend, and then, like, that shit it fucking happens. happened. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I've had... I, she I'm was really ungrateful. trying to be careful here. Yeah. I'm trying to be careful That's here. not cool, though. I had... Uh, yeah, dude. I had I had a lot of, like... I, but I was, like, I was nuts, so I was attracted to crazy. So, I mean, I was bringing my 50% of it oh, to it. Oh, shit magnet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I was, <laughs> like... I was more like I was... Yeah. <laughs> no, I was... I, you know, it was, a, it was a dark... It was this weird, amazing, and dark time in my life where my, you know, I decided to become a comedian this excitement oh my god i'm actually doing my dream even though i'm not getting paid for it but i'm doing it so there's this super excitement here and then everything else was just fucking you know below the, the floorboards yeah and it was like and you know and i'm like and i was like yeah, you and you and you're the problem you're the problem you know it was me i was just like this fucking <laughs> fucking just sucking everything into my bullshit it was it was really bad it's funny because i don't remember a lot of it now i think just out of like protective shit until yeah. I get in the shower. I get in the fucking shower. Not all the time, but every like once a month or something. Something pops Hits in my you. head and I just go, ugh. <laughs> Why did I get her those shirts? But you but you <laughs> but you're married now and every and like you know it seems like you've like figured out you're you're like, you know, you're not taking I it, figured that part out, it. but but now I'm figuring out the being married part. Yeah. So that's that's the you know Oh yeah well good luck. Yeah. Well, well everyone's figuring it out. I mean we're married and we're newly it married. It never stops figuring no. out. No. No. Yeah, because people start. You, the big thing is, is people continue to grow. So you got to make sure that you're not doing this. That's the loneliest yep. feeling ever. Yeah. Um, and I think every relationship kind of experiences that. But the loneliest feeling ever is when you're starting to go like this. Yeah. And. Uh, yeah, you got. Yeah, you gotta, that happened a little bit to us right after we had our daughter, uh-huh. because like so much of you know it was this before that, and then yep. it, then it becomes this. So then you're communicating through, and it was just, then we would go out on dates and literally have nothing to talk about. And then we'd be like, oh, look at our daughter. <laughs> yeah, our baby's really cute. Should we talk yeah. about her some more? Yeah. I just yeah. remember one point during the height of it, we were kind of passing each other in the hallway. And I said, what's up to her? Like I was in a college dorm <laughs> and it was just some guy coming by. And I was just so, like, all right, okay. we, gotta, we need to like fix this. It was funny because she has such a great sense of humor that we just started laughing about it. And then that became a joke within the relationship, passing each other in the house, being like, what's up? <laughs> what's up? And, uh, yeah, so we, were, so we were able to get it back. But uh, yeah, it's a... Uh, she must have a great every- sense of humor yeah. being around you. Yeah. I think in a lot of ways she's funnier than I am. Aww. She's fucking hilarious. Aww. No, she's fucking hilarious. That's awesome. This one is just absolutely I'm retarded. Just mental, so. My <laughs> face hurts a lot of times. I can go on like this to like because it hurts. Yeah. He thinks fucking laughing I'm just crazy, time. so it's all right. <laughs> entertaining. <laughs> um, but no, you said the same thing happened to you when you had your yep. your kids. Yeah, like, I had was... them back to back, and I went from being like I always relate to this as like like the the, the Billboard charts. <laughs> uh, I went from like number one with a bullet, like right. top of the charts, to like fucking two sixty with a fucking anchor. Yeah, like I I couldn't. Everything was about the kids, every single thing, and I'm yeah. just like, what happened? 
What yeah. happened? I'm over yeah. here. Hello. Yeah. Like, yeah. just, I mean, I get it. They need, but that's that especially in the beginning, shit, yeah. they need all that attention. And, and kids don't come with manuals, nor yeah. do marriages with new kids come with manuals. So you're just, you're just scraping trying to figure out how to fucking do it all. Yeah. And, I would think back to back, yeah, that would be tough. But I, I yeah, we, but we we figured it out and everything. I I don't have like that. I'm a fucking weird dude, man. So I don't have like. Uh, <laughs> I am, man. Like I have like this self-sustaining thing about myself, which is really good for the business I picked, but is hard on relationships, and I have to try to open it up a lot. Where I'm just kind of like, I don't need anybody or anything. I can sleep on this slab of granite. I don't give a shit. Like, I remember I watched The Dirty Dozen when I was a kid. Remember that movie? Uh-huh. Yeah. Remember when they were shaving in the cold water? I remember yeah. I started shaving in cold water for what, as, as like, because of how hard I thought life was going to be because <laughs> of this other bullshit that happened to me. I was like, all right, if that can happen here at home, what the fuck's going to happen when I go out there? So I literally started doing shit the hard way to like build up like this callus <laughs> or something. It was just so fucked up. No, like, I look back at it now. Just putting no, yourself through No, the fact that hell. I made that decision and I was looking in the mirror doing it, but it's still way in here. There's not that moment you can be with yourself like, hey, Bill, what the fuck are you doing right now? <laughs> you have hot water. There's people Grand around water. the world would kill for this hot water. Use it. What's wrong with You're fucking- You're just punishing yourself. You're trying to prepare yourself for pain. <laughs> I was trying to, yeah. Yeah. That's was, try- that was the, uh, yeah, yeah, that was the, uh, that was the business model there for a while. Right? <laughs> yeah. I know, it is kind of crazy, but like, I mean, it is, I guess it is like a lot of pressure too, because, you know, once you do get married and start a family, it's not just you anymore. It's not like you're like- No, it's the greatest thing ever. It's just, yeah. it, it wasn't, like, I don't give a shit that it's all about her. I love having it be all about my daughter, but yeah. it it's it's the stuff about with my wife yeah. and not connecting with her where yeah. we, we were like best friends and I felt like this, there was a, there was a point where it, it started to go like this. I'm like, yeah. what the fuck? And I was just like, oh, this is the shit that people talk about. Yeah, it happens. Yeah. I'm like, wow. Because I, I remember a long time ago, I was working in a warehouse one of my worst fucking jobs ever. I used to work like fucking 11 to 4 in the morning. Ew. Whoa, dude. Oh, yeah. Unloading this thing. lifting lumber? Oh, dude. And this fucking... There used to be this guy who was fucking rail thin. One of the scariest guys I've ever seen in my life. First day I showed up, he was fucking gacked out of his mind. Uh-oh. And he was on this electric pallet jack just being like, I'm going to drive it off the dock. And he kept doing that. <laughs> other, the other guy I worked with was all laid back, just kind of smiling like, you know, there was a Vietnam vet there. Who was just a like you go out drinking with him? And one of those guys you go out with him in like within three minutes you had like you had like four trying to keep up with the guy. <laughs> so we used to fucking work till four in the morning. There was a guy who was divorced, and I oh my god, I remember I just remember this. He told me a fucking story how, like his his relationship. He goes, I could tell you exactly what was going to happen every single day, wow. and we would just pass each other in the hallways, and I wouldn't even say hello to him, and I was just like, oh my god. Oh my God! <laughs> Am I going down that road? Because I don't want to. I don't want to do the eleven to four a.m. shift again to no. fucking play. <laughs> no, fucking scary. child support or some shit. So let me let me fucking. But what's great about my wife is we are such great. We're fucking great friends. Yes. So okay. if we, do, but we're also stubborn. So if we do the fucking battering ram thing, we'll do that for like a week or two. Some stupid shit before we like. What are we doing? And then we then we're laughing again. And then it, then it, it it gets back to where it like needs to be. But I don't know. I I. I, I refuse to ever let it get worse than that. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm not going to, like, yeah. you know. That's the thing. Like, as long as you're willing. I mean, like, same with us. Like, we'll bicker, but then we'll be like, what are we doing? Like, I love you. Yeah, you know and it's always over some the dumbest, dumbest shit. shit. Like, what are we doing? Yeah. What are we, seven? Yeah. 
Yeah, sometimes. I'm seven. I'm yeah. seven. No, yeah. you did it. No, no, you did it. no yeah. We, we do the same thing. And I mean, yeah. it's like... Wanting like, to win. I mean, yeah, yeah. wanting to win or wanting to be right. Like, I don't know why being right is so important. Yeah, there's it's no not trophy. like it does anything. It's nice to hear it every once in a while. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's nice to hear. You're right, Hey, baby. you know what? Now that I think about it, you know, that was that was probably... We should have done it your way. Uh, oh my god i know that is kind of nice okay guys we're taking a quick break and then we will be right back with bill burr on worse first today's episode is brought to you by angie angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well let me tell you there's the version of it where you try to do something at home and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you you watch them do it the right way and you go thank god i didn't try to do that myself i have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Those are the best. Little mini the Cokes. Little baby Cokes. They are bad. They They're are like great. shots. Do you remember those Budweiser ponies when we were growing up? Yeah, The little ponies? They, they had like ponies? Fucking, yeah. Yeah. yeah, they were called ponies. I thought they had polar bears. No, 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 no. This, it was the size. Oh, Budweiser. It's called the Budweiser. Oh. The, 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 they were like, you could hold them in your hand and you yeah. could just fucking suck them down. They were fun as shit. Oh yeah. my God. Yeah, or like, you know, the little Mickey's Big Mouth. It's like a little green, looks like a little keg of beer. Yeah. Oh. It could, it's because they, they stay cold. You're not sitting there drinking half of a hot beer, you know, not the beer. Yeah, like a 40 ounce. By the time you get to, it's like Dude. you're drinking urine by the end of it. Unless, unless, unless you, it <laughs> yeah, sucks. Shit. It sucks. Guys, we are back here on Whoa. Worst First with Bill Burr. We are talking about beer. I think beer is gross, personally. I don't I like it. the taste of it. Are I you do. sober? Yeah. You are? So is he. Sucks. What? <laughs> yeah, just, 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 re- just it's, recently. It's great in the morning. It's great in the morning. Yes. <laughs> At night when the demons start running around, you're like, oh, I would love to shut this off. But <laughs> um, I actually have a lot of respect for people that are totally sober because you really are just facing life it's like wow this feels bad and i'm just gonna sit in it and work my way through it think it through as this guy told me think it through and uh yeah but i will tell you uh i don't know i don't know we'll, we'll leave it at that yeah i'm a yeah. year in you feel the same way it's yeah, tough it, sometimes yeah it's fucking you know know how to fix it and make shit easier it's like oh ah, fuck it yeah. you know that's like the easy <laughs> that's kind of the chicken shit way out but actually dealing with shit depends on what you're drinking true <laughs> you're drinking jaeger that's a man's way out yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's good man it's yeah good. life is life, life is, is very good, different man. you know it's like it's it crazy is. it's different right it's different being present yes <laughs> and feeling everything like as opposed to not do you, you have like 
how much I know obviously all the stories are out there and everything like how much of because uh, I even look back on my early stand-up career so much of it I'm starting to not be able to remember um, like uh, I'm always like amazed like the, the time when, when you guys broke that wave that you rode like mm -hmm. you were at the spot playing the kind of music and all of us like did all of that like how much of that were you able to retain? Because I, I it was like tour, do an album, tour, do an album. Yeah, just it, a lot of it's a, a, a blur, but there's there's times where I can't fucking remember what happened 10 minutes ago. Yeah. And then there's times where I'll be like, oh my God, remember that time? And like, in, you know, 81 we were at, and then it, blo yeah. it blows my mind. It's, it's, we're, it's really selective, you know. How would you get through a show? Because I know like nights when I don't want to do stand-up, but I have a show. Oh, yeah. I asked him that, too. I was like, what? Because, like, you know, he's going on this new tour, the stadium tour, if everyone, anyone's listening. You know, obviously you guys know. They're going on a stadium <sighs> tour with Death Leopard, Poison, Joan Jett. It's going to be fucking insane. You're definitely going to come when we do oh, LA. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, oh, you know, oh, we're, good deal. <laughs> this, the thing is, is it's crazy because I asked him the same thing. I said, when you're... What if you're tired? Because they'll, they'll literally go. You'll play a show, you know, long Five last time. Five nights a week? Five nights a week, every night. Fucking yeah. just, every, I, I, I would be, I would like need a week to recover from <laughs> one night. I would think in every set though, there is that song, once you get on the other side of it, you're going downhill. Yeah, you're like, like oh, a, okay. we're almost there, man. I'm on that, yeah. yeah well, you yeah, know what yeah. I do when I, when I get into like a, you know, I obviously love doing stand-up, but there's just some nights you just don't feel funny, you run down, you miss your family. So when I go on stage, what I, I do is I, I just, I tag every joke. I just start trying to make jokes about the jokes <laughs> to get myself present and in there. And then if I'm fucking around, because if it's going good, then it's like, oh, this is awesome. Then I get it going. But the, yeah. when I was younger and I didn't know how to do that, yeah, talk about worse shows when <laughs> I didn't feel like fucking doing it. Yeah, If you go up to, it's the most fucked up thing ever. If you will go up there with like a minus sign like this, they just feel it. They know. They fucking know. Yeah. Yeah. And then you pull back, then they pull back, then you pull back, then they pull back, and then you're bombing. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, what's going on? And there's this giant moat between you and them, and it's just, oh, God. And what's crazy is you're by yourself up there. Yeah, at least he uh, has a band you know, to you support got, him. So you got three other guys that somebody's picking up the slack somewhere if you're just not... You're yeah, but I always not... heard the drummer. If you fuck up, it's over, dude. It's a it's a done deal. It's What's over. the worst you ever fucked up on a big tour, giant fucking stadium, and oh. and you fucking just do you ever just daydream and go, man, you know, when I get home, I'm gonna finally get those solar panels. It's like, wait, is this the first or second verse? Do we play this twice or just once? Yeah, I know. I've done it. I've I've, I've fucked you? up bad several times. Several. Times. I feel like you're on not autopilot. A, not, not. Do you a, duck down behind a symbol? What do you yeah, do? It, that's the cool <laughs> thing about being a drummer because you can get out of there in a minute. You know, you yeah. just kind of get a little bit down low <laughs> and you and you're covered. Would the other guys give you the look? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, hey guys, if I fuck up, don't everybody go. <laughs> because everybody sees all you guys going. You know, so it's hard to hide because everybody. Do you ever have way. a really big fuck up? You've had other people in the band start wrong no. songs. I've had other guys have like start, just started the guitar part in the the wrong song, and we're like, <laughs> "What do you do?" Because you can't stop, right? Well, so I just like uh, when that happened last. I just didn't just didn't come in and just let him fucking die by himself out there starting <laughs> the song. And he's like, "Where is everybody?" Oh. Like fucking redo, Wrong dude. one. One, two, three. Let's just try this again. Oh my god! You know, fuck. It happens. What was your worst show, babe? I think the the last one we did, like the New Year's Eve show, 
where the drum roller coaster got stuck upside down. Oh, that was a fucking Ta- talking about talk about having to stretch for time. Oh <laughs> my god, just being like sitting there. I, at th- at those are the moments where I wish I was a fucking comedian because I'm like, what do I say to these people? Because he's on the mic. And I'm on the mic. Honesty, the situation. I'm upside down. My fucking hanging head. Upside I'm upside down for probably a good. <clears throat> Close to two minutes by the time the riggers climbed up the fucking roller coaster track and started to get get me unharnessed, I I feel like I'm going to literally pass the fuck out. And but but the whole time I'm sitting there trying to like talk to everybody, and I'm like, yeah. and, and and when you're in hell at that moment. I couldn't think of anything to say that was funny or cool. You're all bah, bah, you bah. You guys ever see Spinal Tap? Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> if they ever write the sequel, I think that, okay, the drummer gets stuck upside down at the Staples Center oh on the God. Farewell Show. Do you know, I was I was working around the corner that, you know, they have those great old theaters right around uh, around the corner from the Staples Center. Yeah, yeah. I was down there for the New Year's Eve thing, and I was trying to get over there for the <sighs> show. And because uh, I've, seen, I've seen you guys twice I don't know how I missed you in the 80s. I probably didn't have the money, and then I started doing stand-up in 92. Uh, so I never saw you guys until busy. 2006. And that was like a huge regret. I didn't see Guns N' Roses. I didn't see you guys. Oh, I man. saw pretty much everybody else, but for some... And you guys did that fucking tour in 87. Where it was the original lineup of Guns N' Roses opening. Yes. And you guys on the Girls, Girls, Girls. That was, one of the, that was, that was the fucking tour. Yeah, for that style of music in the '80s, that I I I kill myself. I haven't fucking seen. I didn't see that. That, that was insane. Um, we we brought those guys along with us, on you know, to open for us on the tour. No one knew who the fuck they were. Yeah. They just got signed and just put a record out, um, and they ended up becoming fucking huge. But I remember Nikki and I taking some record company guys uh, from from our label down to go see him we're like dude they were playing at the roxy or some kazaris some shit like you guys need to sign these dudes they're gonna fucking kill shit and this was guns and, and roses and, yeah and they fucking they 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 got caught slipping they didn't jump on it somebody else got them i think they signed Oops. to geffen yeah boom yeah, yeah. That was so it. I'm, I'm like you gotta sign these guys we're gonna take them out with us and they so they opened for you guys. That was, that was good, man. That was a really good yeah. tour. I lo- and and uh, Adler was one of my favorite drummers. Yeah. I played drums as a hobby, and I just fucking, because everybody had the giant kits Oh, that you came do out. play? Yeah, yeah he, he had a little four-piece. You know who I think I, they should have got? Who? When, when he left, who I thought I was hoping they were going to get was that uh, the original drummer of the Romantics, uh, Mar- it Jimmy Marinos. Yeah. And I was thinking that he- That guy had good style. Yeah, he would have been- and he also had like a stripped down style too. Yeah, not that it, you know, not that I didn't oh, like. Oh, uh, super flat. He sat kind of high. He, had, he just had a yeah, cool vibe. He had a really cool vibe. I thought he was the rock star of that band. And you know, when he left, like that band became like a completely different thing. And yeah. um, I remember thinking, like, I was devastated. You know, your band, you just fucking love. You know, I was devastated. When Vince left, I was devastated. All of that yeah, shit. Yeah. Right? What, yeah. are they, what are they doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was brutal. So, like, <laughs> I remember thinking, like, well, maybe they'll get, because I missed seeing Jimmy Marino's play. I was like, maybe they'll fucking get that guy. That would be crazy. Uh, yeah, that would have been a good choice. Yeah. Not that it didn't, like, matter or anything. I just yeah. I just thought, like, uh, as far as, like, you know, Steven Adler's vibe versus that guy's vibe. And now uh, he knows a lot. Uh, you know, you, you Bill does this thing, uh, goddamn comedy jam. Is that still happening? Is oh, that yeah. still going? I'd show you the picture, but it freak you out. So, like I, I when I go in, I back in the day when we first started it. Uh, how do I not know? That? This I, is I very would, cool. I they actually asked and, uh, for me to have you come play sometime. Yeah, oh. I would go in like. So basically, so many comedians started off playing 
you know, in a band or whatever, and it didn't work out, then you became a comedian, but we still love music, right? Yeah. So this guy, Josh Adam Myers, has this thing where he goes, uh, he, he just has a live band. You go up, you tell a story about a concert you went to, and then afterwards you jam with the band. And whatever you want to do, you want to sing, you want to play guitar, guitar and sing, or play drums. So I, you know, I play drums as a hobby. So uh, I just did this thing because, you know, I'm a comedian. I was like, I can't just sit there and play. I look like a douche because I don't play well. <laughs> so it has to be fucking funny. <laughs> So whoever I would, uh, who whatever song I was gonna go play drums, I would dress up as the drummer. No so way. So it's like so the did big. You, so did the, you dress up as a drummer? Yeah. I noticed you wore a wig and glasses. Yeah, sometimes. I got I one that dressed up like you. Oh, I got one on the phone. Oh my god! And I got one. Um, no. I got John Bonham, yeah. Stephen Adler. Uh, That's hilarious. Yeah. No, I had all of these fucking. No, it was fucking <laughs> hilarious. Is if anybody didn't know me when it, I got in my uh, my office in this closet, I have this whole bag of wigs. If somebody ever <laughs> saw like, well, it, those are like, just some yeah, weird shit. Who Bill's walking down Santa Monica Boulevard at night. I don't know what's going on here. So, but uh, yeah, no. So like that's what I was saying when you came in. I'm a fucking huge fan of like just the drum parts that you came up with, how much they fit and everything. And uh, that's kind of cool. Isn't that yeah. so funny? You so still you, do this drumming thing. It's, like, it's called the goddamn. No, I actually jam. soundproof my garage. I bought a, uh, it was fucking hilarious, is, is for years, like, my dream kit. Like, my whole approach to drumming was terrible. I, I just, like, I just did what you guys did. So if I did that with comedy, it took me becoming a comedian to be like, well, if I took this approach as a comedian, I'd just be a joke thief and everyone would fucking hate me. Because I would just, like, I would try to figure out all of your shit. Yeah. Uh, is that overdubbed or whatever? And then I'd try to figure out how to play it. Yeah. And then, uh, so I wanted my, 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 Kid, I always wanted was the John Bonham Green Sparkle 26 inch bass drum. Yes. That whole fucking thing. And this is a buddy of mine, Dean Del Rey. Whatever the fuck oh, you Dean want. Del Rey, a comedian. Whatever the yes. fuck you want. I, I was looking at that kit for 10 years. I said, he said, he goes, dude, I'm on it. Three days later, later he goes, I found one. He's like, dude, there's this fucking guy. Whoa. He's a crazy Bonham fan. He's got two. One's mint, one's a little fucked up. So I go, get me the one that's a little fucked up because I don't want to be the first one to fuck it up. <laughs> but he ended up selling me the good one. Because he was trying to buy an actual John Bonham symbol off of one of his relatives. Whoa. So he needed the money. So I had this fucking thing. Fucking 26 inch. It was ridiculous. So, and it was like one up and one down. So like trying to do fills, it was just like, it felt like a quarter of a mile. <laughs> fucking Yeah. To get there. Here. And it finally hit me one day that like he got this kit because this fit who he was. And also what was going on, well, they didn't really know how to amplify drums at that point, and the guitars just kept getting louder and louder, so he had this giant fucking kit. Yeah, a lot of times just one mic over the top yeah. and one on the bass drum. Dude, I, had every, I even had a Rogers hi-hat. I had every fucking thing that he had right down to the drum stool, and then I was just Jeez. like, what, I'm like in a, what am I doing here? So I just sold the whole fuck. I had a Speed King drum pedal, the whole fucking thing. Until I can play drum, uh, good times, bad times, with a Speed King, then I'm not here, right? <laughs> so I fucking <laughs> sold that thing. And then I just went out and I, I bought a Gretsch Broadcaster with a 22-inch bass drum. Uh, more just my size. Like, I live on 14th floor, you know? Just more my size yeah, yeah. and shit. And I've been having, wow. like, the best time ever. That's so, so like, when I get into it with my wife sometimes like that, one of my running jokes, I'm like, I'm going to go out to the garage, see if my drum's still working. And then she's <laughs> like, all right. Yeah. Is, that, is that not the best therapy on the planet? Yeah. Like, like if you're playing good, but if you go out and then you had a bad fight and then you suck at drums, so you're like, ah. <laughs> your sticks are flying. Yeah, no. I, I've literally, I'll take a a big fucking sharpie and write people's names on the drum drum heads. head. Yeah, um, I'll take pictures too the things like and, he hits and after two, I know. two, two I, hours of playing a show, I literally get up and go, I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. Like you could 
fuck with me so hard and like they're just therapeutic man after pounding the shit out of something that long hey what do you like better do you like do you like two bass drums or a double pedal i like the double pedal i mean right. i just like that one way oversized bass drum i've played as big as a 32 and it just like, yeah, it takes a week to to decay like ooh. yeah I love that shit. This just became like a music podcast. Know, <laughs> so what yeah. kind of equipment no, do you have? Really, did that change the way you went around the kit though? When you because it's not like you were going to go up and over the thing. Yeah, it's definitely changed it. That that gap. I so know what exactly about one like because your configuration in the early '80s? It's really going to get like single white female here. How much I know about your drum kits? <laughs> yeah. Like you have like iconic fills where you're going around the drums that way. Uh huh. What do you do? Because you know the fans. There's certain things you know. You want to hear Phil Collins go? Yeah. Well, the studio sometimes I use, a, you know, a larger tom configuration. Where live, right. it's like I can just smash through it. You know, it's like right. But yeah, so there's different sizes in the studio just so you can get that bigger range. You know, right? Yeah, that's yeah. cute. Now there's like fucking three drummers watching. Like, I love this. I know, yeah, right? And all my, like, the rest of my audience <laughs> is like, all right, uh, what about the worst, guys? Okay. Tell us but a worst story. I, I can tell you a worst real Tell quick. us the worst. Tell this us is the worst. the worst fucking drumming audition ever. I was 17, 18, between 17 and 18. I go to audition for these guys, and they're like, I should have fucking known better. The band was called Dealer. Dealer? Uh, yeah. <laughs> like drug we dealer? Get, yeah, well... Well, yeah, that was their side job before that, they That's became... actually a good name for a band, though. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> so, okay, and they're like, hey, man, you want to do some fucking mushrooms? I was like, sure. I fucking take some mushrooms, and they're like, all right, well, let's let's fucking get at it. And this is probably, I probably took them 15, 20 minutes. We're shooting the shit. So we get behind the kit, and I start to fucking play, and everything is just like, Oh just, god! Everything is glitchy. Like oh glitchy, my god! And I'm, and I'm just looking at them, trying to fucking stay focused. And yeah, was there anything you could lock in on to try to keep N nothing? <laughs> Have you done mushrooms before? Uh, no, I've never. I I think if I ever went the hard drug thing, like or which is anything beyond weed, I think hallucinogens. He's scary. No, they seem way <laughs> better than that angry, like that angry shit, the like coke, coke and shit. You've never done coke? Not, no. Good for you. No. I'm all. I assume everyone in LA has done. You coke. know what it is? Growing up as a Celtics fan, Len Bias dying, freaked out, uh, oh, like my whole did, generation what out. What happened? He had a heart attack. Uh, he got drafted by the Celtics, and we finally it was finally going to be a Celtic who could dunk. Yeah. <laughs> and look good doing it, and um, unfortunately, like he got drafted, and like within like it felt like a week. He, he 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 had a bad night and then that was it and it was just like yeah it's and then scary of course now. the the story was like yeah it's the first time he ever did it he oh, did one line no. and died you know, turn, you know. Well, I, it wasn't though I that don't does happen I don't think to some was. people I don't though. think it was I mean, he was, he was free basing I don't think the first time it's like hey I'll try some coke and just Dude. start free yeah that seems like a little torch from my listening to prior albums, I feel like you, you that takes a while. Then you it get takes there. a while to reach that <laughs> yeah. point. I think, yeah. I mean, neither of us do anything, but yeah. I mean, it's kind of crazy. Like you used to do some crazy yeah. shit, and now, yeah. I mean, they used to when they used to run out of heroin, they would shoot Jack Daniels. Yeah. Directly. What the, who the fuck does that? <laughs> oh fuck, we're out of fucking heroin. Into their veins. Fill up a, a you know, take the top off the big oh my bottle God. of Jack, fill it up, and then. Fucking pull it through a syringe and fucking. And what would we, that we, do? We, we would just, that get you really drunk? We could right just away? drink it. 
Wow. You know what I mean? Well, Why would you, you do get, that? Because you get in the oncology system quicker. Yeah. That would have made sense to me as far as what you were trying to achieve. <laughs> yeah, we're trying to get it, get there You went quicker. MacGyver. Yeah. yeah. You guys were, you <laughs> know. Did it you know what work? it is? It's like what made you make it in that instance you applied it to the wrong thing. Because yeah. you were just like, I don't give a fuck. I'm going to fucking put my flyers all over Hollywood. Da, 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 da. That was good. Yeah. And then we're out of heroin and you're the flyer guy. Well, fuck it. We'll just fucking shoot this <laughs> shit. No, that's the thing you got to watch out is the yeah, thing that makes scary. you... Where you got can also fucking take you down if you if you don't like apply it. This is I know. stuff he's, that I'm learning. He's like a cat who's had like 35 lives. Like you've been yeah. very lucky. Uh, yeah, like I have a so many in my times. I mean, super lucky. Have you ever had a time where you thought you were gonna die? Oh yeah. What? Oh, oh yeah. Let's hear um, it. Well, I didn't think I was gonna die, but I should have died. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I I was racing my brother home uh, from a convenience store. And we used to always race home. We lived on a busy street. Uh -huh. And then our house was, you had to cross the busy street and go up this driveway. And my mm -hmm. brother was just older and he was stronger. So mm -hmm. I'd always do better than him getting to it. But then we had to wait for the traffic and then he would beat me up the hill. So we were racing home. I was like, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to look over my shoulder, make sure nobody's coming. You know, and then I'll cross the street before him. Then I'll be fine. So that was my thing. And I was so focused on doing it. I looked over. I swear to God, I thought I looked. Yeah. There was nobody there. I went out, went right in front of this guy driving a Jeep. And all I heard was... And next thing I was like upside down. Oh, and I, I, I remember seeing the bumper. It's weird, the vivid snapshot. Sure. The tire, the bumper, and I felt the heat of the engine. And then it was just, just knocked out. And I woke up like, I don't know how much longer later, but I was laying across the double lines. And I was, <laughs> so I got up. My bike was all mad. I wish I had video of it. How the fuck I didn't go underneath it. Well, and yeah. I got up. And I ran to the sidewalk, and like the biggest guy you ever saw in your life got out of this Jeep, Jeep just crying like, oh, my God. <laughs> I killed a kid. Yeah. yeah. And and uh, and he came up to me, and he was like holding me up and shit. And I was going, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, because I was just thinking my dad's going to kill me because my bike was all fucked up. The guy's like, I'll buy you a new bike. Oh, I'm so sorry. You just came out. I was just like, and um, all I remember was that happened on a Thursday, a Wednesday. Because the doctor said I didn't have to go to school for the next two days, so I didn't have to fake sleep. And all it was was like I got hit right in the temple. And if you bite down in your back teeth, that thing goes in and out. Yeah. So it hurt to chew. So I had to eat with a little spoon for like two days, uh -huh. but I didn't have to fake sick. So it was kind of. <laughs> was kind of cool. How did you not? And I like, got a four-day weekend out of it. Nice. Did you get broken bones or anything? No, I got hit in the head, and then what was hilarious was um, the ambulance showed up. And there was a shit hospital near us. So my mother's like, yeah, he's not going to that hospital. And she sent him away. Uh -uh. And then I took a cab in town to Children's Hospital, which is uh -huh. one of the best ones ever in Boston. Uh -huh. So we went into there. And the whole time she wouldn't let me go to sleep because she knew I had like concussion. You know, well, yeah. she didn't know what was going on. So she was just like, stay awake, stay awake. And I'm like, I just want to go to sleep. Yeah, <laughs> I'm tired. I got hit by a boss. Yeah. And then it was yeah. another time, the first time and only time I ever went skydiving. Oh my God, yeah. you went skydiving? He likes skydiving. Yeah. I'm never going to do it. It was a static line jump, so you're hooked up to the thing. So you oh, don't okay. have to pull the chute. And it was a one-day course. And the command was sit in the door, get out, go. So when you got out, I still remember how to do it, right? They had, they had a little fucking square plate like for you to stand on over the wheels. Like a little Cessna, you know, yeah. fucking yeah. Yeah. piece right? of so shit. You, you fucking stood like this. Mm -hmm. like this. <laughs> it was like sit in the door. Get out like this, and then he yeah. hits you go, and then you were supposed to go like, yeah. It was arc fall. one thousand, two one thousand, three one thousand. Look, if nothing, look, reach, pull. Yeah. Because if you didn't look down, you'd be like flailing like that, yeah. right? Mm. So, 
one day training, he goes, go. First of all, he said, sit in the door. I thought he was saying, close the door. So I was trying to close it. And he was just sort of smiling at me. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Then I finally got out there and he goes, go. And I let go. And I, I don't know. I tried to like grab for something. And I started doing front flips as my shoot was coming out. Dude. And I felt, I felt it. I felt it go by my leg. And it, I was like, oh my God, I'm dead. I'm going to be like a fruit roll up in this thing. I'm not going <laughs> to be able to pull the thing. And somehow... I, I was so lucky. It just it just flipped around and you got. I have no fucking oh idea. My oh my god! Pepperell, Massachusetts, at that airport up there. So I was fucking. I would shit my pants. So the thing was too was hilarious. Shit. Was they like, had like shit would be in my pants when you when you had to pull the toggles. They go make sure you pull them all the way down to your knees, right? So there was this big girl in class and she could fucking get them over. She landed across the street in a pile of loom, like dislocated her knee. Oh. I mean, it was like they. He had us watch this whole video. And then in the end of this whole thing, you had to sign anything that you wouldn't sue him if you died and shit. What? So. Yeah, you, it's a full-on release. They're yeah. not responsible for shit. You sign a thing saying if you die, they're Yeah, not... but you can still sue them. It's bullshit. It's yeah. like a fucking prenup. They can still get your house. That's <laughs> <laughs> all bullshit. Dude, Dead. I had a similar experience. It was my second time. It was on my birthday. My buddy got me the things. Like, come on, man. Fucking gonna go for your birthday. I'm like, all right, dope. So this is the second time, so I know what's going on. I know what to expect. And it's tandem. The instructor's oh, no, on yeah. my on my back. We're on. We're out there. Okay, we're ten. What is it? Ten thousand feet. Jesus you know, one, Christ! That's high as fuck. It is. I know, right? Yeah, one, one, two, three. Okay. Like, and you, the best feeling in the world, right? When you just like, you feel like you're flying. Like, no, it was not fun because my, <laughs> but mine was. I, I was doing front flips. And then the second it was over, yeah. then when the shoot was out. You just felt you couldn't tell you were moving when the shoots out. You feel like you just like just you're just sitting there in the air. And it's not until the tree line starts coming like, oh fuck, we're really moving. And yeah, it's yeah. Just so face not, so not worth it. Not worth it. Um, I think that what he did, and you, you go, you go with a, somebody else. That's better. Yeah. Yeah. Free falling. I'm like, this is fucking insane. And all of a sudden, the the the, the one thing you never want to hear from your instructor, who's fastened to you on your back is fuck i go i go i look like this and he's the fucking shoots out but the lines are all fucked up and oh, i see yeah. him he's got the lines and he's fucking yanking on him like this and i'm and i'm like oh my god we're gonna fuck this is it yeah, yeah. and at that moment i was like is there anything i can do yeah. <laughs> can i, <laughs> can I shake my shoulders <laughs> and make that shit happen yeah. dude and at that moment i like you know, I was scared as fuck. And then a, a couple seconds later, I just went, you know what? This is it. I'm going to just fucking enjoy this all the way down till I get just push on the ground. You have such a great no, mentality. I was just like, I'm just going to like, maybe this is it. Maybe this is the time. But I'll never forget that. You never want to hear your instructor. That's pretty say, impressive fuck. that that's where you went mentally. Because I, I had a buddy I would of mine. Not do that. I had a buddy of mine that happened to another comedian. And he was on the ground crying in the fetal oh, position yeah. afterwards yeah. for like, I don't know a how day. many minutes. Because <laughs> what happened with them, the same thing happened where the guy went, oh, fuck. And he looked back like that, too, as the guy looked back, which fucked up their balance. And then they started spinning. Oh. He, 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 the whole thing. And the guy finally was able to, to pull the reserve shoot. <laughs> oh, my God. I have way too I much anxiety I remember a buddy of mine who passed away, uh, Patrice O'Neill, funniest dude ever. He oh. teased him so fucking bad. Because he was telling the story and we were all listening. And he was on the ground crying. And he's just like, you fucking bitch. And he just started <laughs> trashing him and shit.
That's Tommy. He's like not afraid of dying. He's not afraid of death. He's like not. He's like so mellow. I'm like the real that's secret. probably why. Like I feel like drugs and everything have never killed you because you weren't afraid of it. Yeah. Like you never did a drug and thought, oh, you know, like this could kill me or yeah. like this, like or I'm drinking well, so heroin. much, like this could. I was like, this is really, really good. I could definitely go down this path, and I was like, no, I'm not fucking with this anymore. Yeah. So you were able to kind of recreationally use that. Yeah, pretty much. Well, my my thing is alcohol, man. Too much fucking alcohol. Yeah. My thing was alcohol, really and now it's cigars, because yeah. I just replaced that, and then like uh, my brain never shuts off, so cigars is good for that. But yeah. then like yeah. then you're fucking wired from the tobacco. So yeah. Now yeah. I gotta lay off those things. But then I have all these cigar smoking friends now, and there's this whole fucking thing. you can't get rid of cigars because there's this big thing like oh here's my, oh try this one try yeah. this one so it's like you give away three and you get five back <laughs> yeah and your humidor <laughs> just keeps going and up. and then man. everyone just buys you cigars because they hear you're kind of into them so they're yeah. like oh Christmas is coming get them a cigar everybody gets you cigars kind of into them is not the word I fucking love them to, to an unhealthy point so I, I'm I'm trying to get do you that. really have a humidor in your house like a whole? I just have, I just had the little, oh, the little but I okay. two this is my third humidor because the other two times I gave away my cigars and I gave away the humidor. And I was just like, okay, if I don't have that, I won't fucking do yeah, it. But then somebody gives me a, such a nice box. It's like sacrilegious to let him go bad. I'm like, fuck, fuck, you know. But you don't really inhale a cigar, right? You no. just puff on it. Yeah. yeah. You just get the mouth cancer. Oh, my yeah. God. <laughs> do you smoke yeah, cigarettes, too, or no? No, I've never smoked a cigarette in my life. Wow, good for you. So how would you get into cigars? <laughs> oh, the Rose Bowl. The I, went, I went to the- Fuck you, Rose Bowl. No, I That's went to crazy. the Rose Bowl. My buddy Joe Bartnick and we just, uh, we decided like New Year's Eve, it's this weird thing where it's the greatest night of the year as far as your money. You get make, make like double your money because the ticket prices are more. Uh-huh. But it's the most drunkest fucking horrible crowd and they can just have so many bad experiences. So <laughs> I came up with this thing. I was just like, dude, why don't we just do some extra gigs in December? Make our New Year's money, not fucking work New Year's and go to the fucking Rose Bowl, get shit faced and chill out. So he's like, all right. So we did that, had a, well, had beyond a great time. Almost mm-hmm. got kicked out within the first fucking two minutes. Oh my God. Because we were so hammered. My bro- buddy brought the cigar in, like, because they were just scanning the tickets and he had it in his mouth, like fucking Patton. And he just fucking walked <laughs> in. They didn't, they didn't see it. Yeah. So, um, oh so I started with those, like, and I would really enjoy. And I would just, it was weird for like three years. I just had that one every year. And then I did a movie when I was in Boston and we were going to go on this boat ride. And I was thinking, like, what can I, you know, you always try to get something for the cast. Um, so I bought this box of cigars and then the boat was so small and there were so many people that didn't smoke. I was like, this is going to be obnoxious. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> and, then, and then I had them and I brought them back and I, my mother always taught me don't waste things. Yeah. And then there was just one day I was on the back porch of my house the middle of the afternoon and I lit up and I smoked a cigar and I was like, oh this my God, great. this is the greatest fucking thing. I get why people do. Oh, you feel like you fucking won a war. <laughs> like you yeah. haven't even done anything with your day. Still in your pajamas. If you light up a cigar, you just have these delusions of grandeur. Just start floating out of your head like, I'm fucking amazing. This has been a great life. I'm smoking a cigar yeah. at 1.30 in the afternoon. What are you doing? So, That's awesome. Um, and I smoked it by myself. And was to- being a loner, I was totally fine. I'll tell you, it was fucking hilarious, though. One, I, I had to roast uh, Big Poppy, the Red Sox. Uh-huh. Uh, David Ortiz. Oh, my God. I came up with my whole roast thing, smoking a cigar. I sat on the back porch by myself, talking to myself, saying jokes, and then laughing. And then I would just record them. 
And then I would just keep throwing out, ah, you know, just just going on and on and on and on. That's awesome. And then I just sort of, I just had like this fucking set, and I came up with the whole thing. Like I don't know, it's a weird, but I have to be careful with it. Yeah. Because uh, you know, I was doing great. November was bad though. November was bad. <laughs> I just, I just smoked a million of them. God, that's cool. Well, at least you don't do anything else. Like, like if that's your one thing, you know. Have you ever yeah. smoked CBD? Do you know you can smoke CBD? No, I don't. You can? I don't yes. CBD is the most weed? harmless because CBD has no THC in it, so you, you don't have to worry about getting know. high. There's. This is the greatest thing about weed now because it's legal. There's all these people who aren't doctors like giving you advice. I know. CBD is like not addictive. <laughs> it's know. like totally healthy. Oh, okay there. Okay. I don't, I'm looking for the MD uh, certificate on the wall. I don't see it. <laughs> That's like everybody always like uh, like when they give you like an edible because I, I know I've done shit like that. I don't but like edible. I don't like, do weed. I don't yeah. do weed or edible. People always they don't yeah. even know what they have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. They're like this and then is you like come maybe back the next day. You're like, dude, what the fuck, dude? I told you just to lick it. No, you didn't. <laughs> you told me to eat a fucking square, and I did. I was fucking tripping watching Peter Gabriel. For I started three laughing. Days. I started laughing. I couldn't stop fucking laughing. And then I was getting paranoid. Everyone's gonna see me laughing, which made me laugh more. And. My wife was just looking at me. She, you know, when you're laughing so hard, people don't even know what you're laughing at. You're just yeah. laughing at how hard. I was yeah. laughing that fucking hard. <laughs> oh my and I God. love Peter Gabriel. Did you like the edible? Uh, I don't yeah, like edible. No, it's just like it gets like. I don't like feeling fucked up. I just don't like how, like, I always felt with alcohol, you you could tell. Yeah, where you're the, going. You could the tell. Level. It's just yeah. like, okay, now we're okay, going to take another step. And now we're going to do another step. That shit is just like, it comes <laughs> on. It's like, hey, it's just like you're going up into the atmosphere. It's like, all right, is this thing going to stop? This yeah. has to be. And then you, you'll sit there for like a few seconds at this level and be like, all right, this is this has got to be the height. Yeah. And then, uh, <laughs> you're like, fuck. Where are we going? Yeah, trying to pull yourself back down. <laughs> that is the worst. It is I the worst. No, I, don't like I will say I hate them too. I do hate them. But I'm, I'm, I'm not a doctor, but I will say CBD has been really helpful because it doesn't make you feel fucked up and it doesn't have THC in it. It's just like the the. But healing. we're also lab rats. I, like, we are in a way, yeah, because it's not like a long. And people time always that sit there going like, "Hey, it. man, like weed's all natural." It's like yeah. that shit in the seventies. We had to smoke half a bag just to get that shit was natural. This yeah. shit now, where it's just like, dude, you might want to just take half a hit of that. It's like it's the, too the amount of chemicals, yeah, there's crystals all over it. Yeah, the old shit was like your backyard lawn clippings. Like, yeah. yeah. I know. Now weed is way too strong. I don't smoke Half weed. It I can't do any of that. was Yeah, that actually, I liked like weak weed. Weak weed was awesome because you just yeah. knew what you were getting into. Yeah. I got yeah. a couple of my friends there, like old school pot guys. They're like, I don't even fuck with it anymore. No, because they're it's just too like, intense. dude, weed is not weed anymore. It's, weed is no. like, it's crazy. Fucking insane. Because people's tolerances have gotten so insane that they need like crazy fucking weed otherwise they don't feel it you know what i mean like no i know a guy that he eats like 50s like they're golf balls see i just can't i can't imagine i mean what happened to me that peter gabriel that was that was 10 right same i've had 10 and i was just like fucked up for i felt fucked up the next day i woke up and i was like i'm still fucked up like Mm -hmm. i'm still fucking tripping like it's kind of crazy yeah i won't fuck with edibles again but yeah no i mean you know, you got to do do what you got to do. But yeah, I mean, everything's fucking going to kill you at some point, I guess. You know, like, it's kind of oh, crazy. God, she's doing it again. I am. I'm saying <laughs> it. It's true. It's true. I know, I'm so, I'm so, I'm talk about a dark cloud. We're um, going to die. We're all going to die of something, guys. So might as well do, <laughs> might as well just do a little bit of every. My dad always used to tell me everything in moderation. He's like, you'll never go wrong. Oh, if so you just heroin, <laughs> Cool. Yeah, but it's like, if you, but, you have that, but if you have that ability. 
If you have that yeah. ability. You have that ability. I, yeah. I, I learned that I, I, if I do something, I fucking do it. So I get all the way into it. So I have to be careful yeah. what it is. But I'm not like an addict. You're like an all or nothing I, guy? Yeah, I'm, I'm a binge drinker. Mm-hmm. I'm a binge drinker. That's how I always drank. Mm-hmm. You drank to get fucked up. You drank to try to drink more than your buddies. Mm-hmm. You had to shotgun a beer to get in the club and all. Just yeah. it was just always about abusing it. And um, yeah, I don't think I've I've I uh, maybe like with wine. Occasionally, there's been like a glass of wine. You could that, have a glass of that wine that could complement what I was eating. But then I felt like I really need to drink a water next. <laughs> to just sort of make the, the little bit of a buzz go away because if I just, hey, I'll have another glass of wine. Yeah. And that thing's like, let's fucking go. do this. Yeah. Yeah, Why not have yeah. the whole yeah. bottle, Bill? Yeah. <laughs> There's another five bottles in the back. Yeah, no, I yep. get it. I get it. Um, okay, well, that's our time. We did an hour. I'm so no, grateful to have you be here all right. and tell all your yeah. stories. I got to show you those, those pictures. I, I, show you the pictures. I have wanna, to see And them. is I, the goddamn Comedy Jam uh, still happening? I think I'm doing one in... Maybe like a week or something. Did you like know that? Josh is my ex boyfriend from years ago when I was twenty two? Oh, we, he's a we great lived guy. together for for two years. I had no idea. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So that's so funny. So my ex does this show that he's he does. It's called the Goddamn Comedy Jam. It's actually amazing. Comedians sing their they tell jokes and then they sing like their favorite song or play an instrument and yep. like their favorite like rock song. It was on Comedy Central, wasn't it, for a second? Or it yep. was like on, yeah. yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Hearing that title. It's very time. cool. It's very cool. Um, well, if so we're not invited, I know where you live and I have yeah, your numbers. Yeah, we're going to no, no, we'll, we'll come. He should come play we'll on come. one. It'd be awesome. Josh actually asked me. He was like, you should have Tommy Yeah, if play. you want to. That yeah. would be sick. That'd be, be fun, fun right? Now. No, dude, that would be fucking uh, sick. You guys would have a lot of fun. That would be fun. No, that would be fucking sick. Yeah, we'll have to do it. And then are you you're touring right now? Or are you, what's going on? I start... I New Orleans, Memphis and New Orleans at the beginning of the year. Okay. I got a Vegas date this weekend, and I'm in the sixth episode that aired uh, Friday night of The Mandalorian, the thing on uh, the oh, Star I've Wars thing on. Oh, heard about uh, that. You're in that Disney Plus. That's yes, awesome. Congratulations, yeah. John Favreau's awesome doing it. It's a, like a too. spaghetti western style. Yeah, it's sort of like, like uh, you know, it's just it's. I don't know. I'm not like the biggest Star Wars guy, but yeah. like I feel like this is the best thing. From all of that, you know, right? You know, so we'll see. I mean, I'm, I don't want to speak for the sci-fi nerds out there. I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> the sci-fi nerds, I like it. I like it. Yeah, yeah, that's so cool. Okay, so what are your? What is? Where can people get tickets for your upcoming tour? Billboard.com. Yes, Billboard.com, and uh, just click on tickets, and I got all the um, all the dates that are up there. I, I got I got some good ones. Vancouver. I got some really fun cities coming up. Guys, you know, make Vancouver sure to go fun. check out Bill. He's very funny, and make sure to watch. You have so many. You have a couple specials on Netflix, right? Like, uh, yeah. There's a couple yeah. specials on Netflix. Yeah, We've watched fucking, all of them. They're, they're fucking fu- awesome. They're hilarious. If you, you know, obviously, if you have a Netflix account or you just steal it from your grandma or your cousin or your friend's dog um, and check out Bill's uh, specials on there. Make sure to head over to BillBurr.com. And you have an Instagram. Just It's just at Bill Burr, right? No, it's... Uh... At Wilfred Burr. At uh, Wilfred Burr. Is yeah, your real name stupid. Wilfred? No. I don't know why I did that. I didn't think Instagram was going to be big. I was sick of coming up with names. <laughs> I don't know. Now you're I don't know. With I fucking I, I like Burr. I love what social media has done for my career, but I I'm not like the biggest social media right guy. right okay well go to wilfred go burr leave a comment <laughs> and uh, let him know you heard this podcast thank you so much for being here and yeah, thank you so thank much you guys for listening awesome. and make sure to stay tuned next week for more worst stories on worst stories <laughs> <laughs> we're out, we're out.
Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. 